Welcome to Sounds of Brass. Welcome to Sounds of Brass with Chris Johnston. Sounds of Brass is sponsored by Stratus Brass, cushion the blow with Stratus Encore Pro and achieve new heights in your playing. Visit stratusbrass.com. Now over to Chris for another great brass band show. Hello and welcome to Sounds of Brass with me, Chris Johnston. Well, Remembrance Day is a national opportunity to remember the service and sacrifice of all those that have defended our freedoms and protected our way of life. We remember the armed forces and their families from Britain and the Commonwealth, the vital role played by the emergency services and those who have lost their lives as a result of conflict or terrorism. Well, first up, we've got the Grindthorpe Colliery Band with Men of Harlech. It's traditionally attributed to the seven-year siege of Harlech Castle in the 1460s the longest in British history. Men of Harlech remains a patriotic Welsh anthem. The rousing tune is often played at memorial services of British Army regiments associated with Wales. Here is Grindthorpe Colliery with Men of Harlech.
Yes, a great opening to today's Remembrance Special. Men of Harlech with Grimethorpe Colliery. Well, the next song is the Skyboat Song. A slightly unlikely choice for the Remembrance Day ceremony, given that the figure whom it celebrates was once public enemy number one. If that is, you are English and Protestant. The Skyboat Song lyrics, which were written by Sir Harold Bolton in the 1880s, tell of the escape of Charles Edward Stuart, otherwise Bonnie Prince Charlie, to the island of Skye after the failure of the Jacobite Rebellion in 1745. The tune, meanwhile, is an old Scottish air. The Skyboat Song is one of the best Scottish songs ever. Here is the Williams Ferry Engineering Band with the Skyboat Song.
the Skyboat song with the Williams Ferry Engineering Band. Well, next up, uh, traditional Flowers of the Forest with a twist. This Scottish folk tune commemorates the defeat of James IV's army at the Battle of Flodden in 1513. The original words are lost, but the melody was recorded in 1615. Today, the most commonly used words for flowers of the forest are those by Jean Elliot from 1727, who originally published her text anonymously. Her poem was believed to be the original, but Robert Burns and others suspected it was an imitation and tracked down the author along with Sir Walter Scott and Alan Ramsey. Many pipers today refuse to perform this song, except at funerals and memorial services, due to the reverence in which it is held. Well, next we have uh, Flowers of the Forest, but this is Reflections on the Scottish Folk Song, and this is performed by the Foden's Band. This is absolutely beautiful.
Yes, reflections on a Scottish folk song, Flowers of the Forest, performed by the Foden's Band. Well, just going to take a short break from our Remembrance special and hand you over to Annie, and I'll be back with you shortly. Hi, this is Annie Dehaney Stephen from Bethnal Green in London. My show, well, it tends to be a mixture of memories and stuff I find lying about on the web and on my virtual CD shelf. But if I hear a piece I like played by other than a brass band, I will search for a brass version. I play what I like, what interests me, and what I think might interest a listener like me, someone with broad musical tastes, including but not restricted to brass band music. I play in bands, but I sing jazz, and there are few genres of music that I don't enjoy. So I place brass band classics and test pieces next to cheesy pop, jazz and funk, and I always include a couple of cooldown numbers. I hope that listeners will find something they like in each show. My show airs on Fridays at 7.30pm UK time, with another chance to hear it on Tuesdays at 7.30. It would be lovely to have you there. Yes, make sure you tune in to Annie's show. And of course, you can catch up on all of Annie's shows on our website, soundsofbrass.com. Code.uk, go to the Listen Again link and you can catch up on her show and her shows and all of our shows. They're all there for you. Anyway, back to today's Remembrance uh, remembrance Special. Well, the Skyboat song that we played earlier celebrates the swift journey of a boat towards its destination. The next piece Dido's Lament is a heartbroken response to the sight of a ship disappearing away over the horizon. The ship in question belongs to Aeneas, who after a brief fling with Dido in Carthage, is reminded to pursue his destiny and head on his way. She, left behind and utterly grief-stricken, avows to kill herself. Heard at the end of 1689 opera Dido and Aeneas, the lament whose words begin when I am laid in earth is arguably the most famous and sublime music Purcell ever wrote. Well, Dido's lament is one of the saddest pieces of classical music. Well, we're going to have Henry Purcell's Dido's lament now, performed by the Slavetsky Music Corps.
Yes, Levetsky Music Corps with Dido's Lament. Well, next up is The Minstrel Boy. The poet Thomas Moore wrote this song in remembrance of his friends who fought and were killed in the Irish Rebellion of 1798. Set to the melody of an old Irish air called The Maureen, The Minstrel Boy became a popular song among the Irish soldiers who fought in the American Civil War and later World War I. Here we have The Minstrel Boy performed by the Canadian Staff Band of the Salvation Army. Staff Band of the Salvation Army with The Minstrel Boy. Well, next we have Beethoven's Funeral March Number 1. Well, the majestic, elegiac tone of this brass band march has earned its place at many a state funeral, including that of King Edward VII. There's a gentler major key trio at the heart of an otherwise sombre, succinctly written work. For many years, misattributed to Beethoven, 
is now believed to be the handiwork of Johann Heinrich Walsh. He was a German musician well known for his marches. Well, here is the British Empire bands with Beethoven's, or, if you like, Johann Heinrich Walsh's Funeral March Number no. 1.
Louise, and you're listening to Sounds of Brass, presented by Chris Johnston. Sounds of Brass is sponsored by Marcus Reynolds, the embouchure man. He provides a high-quality practice device for all brass instrument players, helping you to develop tone, power, and range. To find out more, visit his website, stratusbrass.com. Now, back to the music. wonderful that was the last post of course performed by paul Sharman from the salvation army thought it was only apt in the middle of the program to to air that last post on this remembrance special well next up is david of the white rock by david owen legend has it that the composer david owen wrote this wrote this haunting song while on his deathbed, at the age of just 29. The words are autobiographical, telling the tale of the dying composer from White Rock, the name of the farm where Owen lived. In 1923, David of the White Rock became the first ever Welsh-language song to be played on the BBC. Here is David of the White Rock, performed by the Black Dyke Band.
Yes, David of the White Rock, performed by Black Dyke. Well, just pause the show for another minute and uh, I'll be back shortly. Hand you over to Jamie. Hello there, I'm Jamie McVicker, coming to you from Norfolk, Virginia in the United States. I've been playing euphonium since I was eight years old, and I'm a lifelong lover of brass music. I'm really excited to be part of the team here at Sounds of Brass, so why not tune in and join me on Mondays or Fridays at 5.30pm UK time, when I can share with you some of my favourite brass band music. Hope to see you there, and have a great rest of your day. Yes, and as always, you can catch up on Jamie's show and all of his shows on our website. Listen to all of our shows and catch up on all of Jamie's. It's got loads up there. Just go to the website soundsofbrass.co.uk and click on the Listen Again tab. It's all there for you. Well, next up is Oh God, Our Help in Ages Past. Words by Isaac Watts, music by William Croft. Well, William Croft wrote his St Anne tune while he was organist at the Church of St Anne, Soho. But the lyrics to the lyrics to Oh God, Our Help in Ages Past, we know today, wasn't added until 1719. The tune has been incorporated into works by Handel, Arthur Sullivan and Vaughan Williams and is still one of the best-known hymns ever written. Here is the Grimethorpe Colliery Band with Oh God, Our Help in Ages Past. tune there with the Grimethorpe Colliery Band, Oh God, Our Help in Ages Past. Well, Solemn Melody by Sir Henry Walford Davis, best known for the hymn tune God Be In My Head. He's a composer, lecturer and educator. Sir Henry Walford studied composition with both Parry and Stamford at the Royal College of Music and was organist at London's Temple Church for 21 years. String quartets, a couple of cantatas, and a 74-minute oratorio are among works now largely forgotten, although his touching, solemn melody, scored originally for organ and strings, has endured. 
he was made master of the king's music after Elgar's death in 1934, by which time he was well known as the presenter of the popular radio series Music and the Ordinary Listener, first aired in 1926. Well, we're going to go back to a, a little bit in time with Harry Mortimer and the Kings of Brass. This is Solemn Melody. Solemn Melody, performed by Harry Mortimer and his Kings of Brass. Um, just pause the show for another less than a minute uh, to hand you over to Elise. 
Back with you shortly. Hi, I'm Elise Hale, and you're hearing me from Northamptonshire, England. I have been playing cornet since I was eight years old and been heavily involved in brass band since. You can catch me on Sounds of Brass at half past ten on Sunday mornings where I'll be playing a range of contest music for concert pieces. Hope you enjoy my show and I'll catch you there. And of course, you can catch up on all of Elise's shows. If you can't catch it live, uh, just go to the website, as always, and click on the Listen Again tab. And all their shows are there, as well as everybody else's, of course. All the live shows are saved and recorded there for all your future entertainment. Now, Nimrod by Edward Elgar. The most famous of Elgar's Enigma variations, written in 1899, Nimrod is a musical depiction of the composer's friend Augustus Jaeger. In German means hunter, and Nimrod in the Bible is described as the mighty hunter, hence the name. Jaeger, who worked for the music publisher Novello, was a close friend of Elgar's and a constant source of encouragement and kind words. The warmth of their friendship is reflected in this calm, reflective variation in E-flat major, which intentionally also has a hint of the second movement of Beethoven's pathetic sonata. Well, here is Nimrod, performed by Brighouse and Rastrick Band.
Nimrod with the brilliant Brighouse and Rastrick band. Well, sadly, I'm coming towards the end of today's show and my remembrance special. Hopefully you've enjoyed it and maybe it's brought some memories back and you could sit back and think of some memories in your family and uh, history in the war days and uh, such like. I hope you've enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed putting it together. So uh, I just hope you enjoyed it too. And of course, um, I'm going to have to play you out, aren't I, with a a couple of tracks, to be honest. But uh, I just want to say at this moment, thank you for tuning in to Sounds of Brass. And uh, until next time, I'll catch you again. So we're going to be played out now with the Royal Marines with Rule Britannia, followed by God Save the King, performed by Black Dyke. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.
Thank you for listening to Sounds of Brass, the online radio station for brass bands. Please show your support by making a donation to Sounds of Brass on our website, soundsofbrass.co.uk. Thank you.